Mm-hmm. Welcome to Diary of an Ex-Ho. I'm Sherry Hardman. I'll be your ex-ho. And today's guest is Jenny Moore. So sit back, enjoy the podcast, and remember the old saying, always a bridesmaid when you're a hoe. So I had fun working with you. I That was my first time ever seeing you. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that was a great show. It really was. Uh, they were a great audience. I mean, and like, I don't know if you record it. Did you record your set? I didn't. Th- I never think to record my sets. Well, I got some of yours, so I will clip it out and send it to you. Because oh, then, that'd be awesome. their laughing was so loud, it sounded like there was twice as many people there. So you might get something good out of it. I just always start it early so I don't have to go think of that while I'm getting ready to go on stage, you know, so. Yeah, and I need to get a lot better about it again, um, just uh, starting out in a new town and also restarting a lot of my social medias. I uh, uh, have had to get back to square one on some things, like the, the basics of record your stuff, you know. Right, I know, I'm terrible about it. Mostly I'm terrible because... I learned those things as a woman, like, don't, like, mess stuff up or don't get in people's way and just, you know what I mean? And so I'm afraid to, like, put my camera in a place that I think is going to cause trouble. I got to go. Oh, yeah. But I'm I'm sorry. I have to exist and take up space. Can I do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So where are you coming from? You just came here from where? From Texas, uh, Lubbock, Texas, uh, to be exact, it's in the western part of the state. Okay. And what brought you up here? Um, well, just wanted to not spend the rest of my life in Texas, mostly. <laughs> uh, and also, my boyfriend's up here. Uh, we decided to, uh, you know, have me move up here because it's a much better environment. Just all that cool stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. So um, lately I've been doing the this podcast and sometimes I think because I like to start with people's childhood and work their way up, but sometimes it kind of starts out a little slow. So I've decided that every time I'm just going to start out with a little game, a very, very simple game. Okay. Since I didn't warn you about this, I'm making it super simple. All right. We're just going to do Mary Shag Kill. Oh, nice. Okay. We're going to do like a comedian uh, version. So let me me go grab that. I got to find it. Which screen? There it is. We're going to share it. Let's do slideshow. All right. Can you see that? Uh, Yes, I can see that. Okay. How this... I don't know how this is going to work with my background, but uh, oh, well, we'll worry about that later. So marry, shag, kill. You got to marry one, shag one, kill one. Alrighty. Okay. So here are your choices. Kathy Griffin, Carrot Top, Rodney Dangerfield. Well, I would say shag Kathy Griffin, because, I mean, who wouldn't? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mary Carrot Top, because he seems like a compassionate lover, like the, you know, kind that would spoon you afterwards gently. <laughs> and uh, 
Rodney Dangerfield just crazy eyes. Got to kill him. So all right, there. That was easy. See, and you picked exactly. You did it exactly the way I would have done it too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for pretty much the same reasons. Well, also, Carrot Top's got the Luxor money too. Oh, oh, yeah. He's yeah, had that and... room at the Luxor in Vegas for like. 20 years or something so oh yeah yeah so yeah you'd want to get married in with that yeah uh -huh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that, that vegas stuff um all right so uh can i ask like how old you are sure sure and i'm 43 years old okay all right so you you, you kind of have that kind of face that's hard to tell <laughs> yeah yeah it runs in the family we look uh in our 30s ish until we're ancient uh just historically uh <laughs> all right so uh were your parents like together when you were growing up oh yeah yeah my they, uh, mom and dad mm -hmm. are they still uh no my dad's dead now so it yeah uh <laughs> sorry Oh, no, you're fine. I was about to make a joke and decided against it. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, so, uh, but well, the most part, while you were growing up, they were together? Yeah, yeah, they were together. Um, so sorry. Um, yeah, they were together my entire life. Now, uh, being a... a product of the generation you know my dad worked nights my mom worked days you know so they didn't see a lot of each other during like my early life but uh, yeah they uh they were together and happy ish uh, i mean it's, uh -huh. it's married life <laughs> were, they, were they like affectionate with each other like did you see them oh. kiss and stuff Oh yeah, yeah. They were they were cutesy with each other, and it was adorable, especially when they got older. Yeah. Just... Um, okay, and then were they physically affectionate with you? Did you get lots of hugs as a kid? Um, yeah, I did. I got a lot of hugs, lots of kisses. That's good. That's nice. Um. Okay, so where am I taking this? <laughs> Okay, so I, I, when you're when you were younger, so imagine like you're a kid, and then you come to a point where this is what I call like a sexual awakening, and you can interpret that however you want, but I see it as the first time you really kind of realize, hey, wait a minute, there's something going on in this world that I previously wasn't privy to. Oh yeah, can you tell me about that? Yes, it was actually when I watched the cartoon Thundercats. <laughs> I yeah, no, Chitaro was my thing. Um and it's um just uh that was my first crush, you know, and and I I'm bisexual, you know. So there was guy elements later, but the absolute first awakening was just that that weird cartoon cheetah girl uh on uh bad <laughs> 80s uh animations <laughs> <laughs> okay so that's interesting so you you're, you're bisexual but your first crush was on a female yeah yeah it's uh i don't know the first one i can remember i mean maybe there right, were others right but... I, I don't know why i find that interesting just because like i th i think like 
as a woman, like, you know, I appreciate the female body. I wouldn't say I'm bisexual, but I may be bi-curious, you know. But so, oh, like, I, I try to think back to my childhood, like, did I ever have crushes on girls? And it's like, I didn't, but I noticed stuff. Like, I remember noticing this one girl when she stood it was like her knees almost kind of went backwards a little bit. And I just oh, okay. found that fascinating that I was like just staring at her knees all the time. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm telling all this right now, but it just made me think of that, like being interested. But I didn't think of women ever that way. Like, oh, I've got a crush on somebody. So I guess yeah. I'm just trying to imagine what that feels like. Yeah, it just, I mean, the same as, like, I think about my first boyfriend, and, right. like, I think it was in first grade. It's uh, the same kind of feelings that I had then, right. you know, it right. just, and, of course, it was a fictional character, too, so, it just, uh -huh. I don't know, it, it was... Uh, well, you can imagine anything I'm, about that if it's a cartoon, right? Yeah, yeah, but... Um. Okay, so the next question was going to be, did you have any celebrity crushes? You had a cartoon crush. Did you have any real people crushes? Um, Johnny Depp, like pretty much 21 Jump Street on. <laughs> it's uh, just that. And, and I, I loved it because I loved him because of his just uh, weird fashion. And, you know, always been a fan of the weirdos. <laughs> I get it. I know. I I got my Johnny Depp crush uh, as Edward Scissorhands. Yep, that was that was fun. He was just so sensitive. That was I thought that was hot. Yeah, um, that one was where I got my Tim Burton crush. Is what I did oh, there. Right. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, do you remember like uh, it? Not necessarily when you were young, but just any time, like watching a mainstream movie. And finding one scene, love scene, maybe like particularly hot. Let me think about that. Um, yeah, like growing up, I can't really think. I was just so interested in the stories, you know, at that mm -hmm. point. I don't know that there was any that I, uh, that stick out to me, I guess. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, what would you say, what's your definition of amazing sex? One where I have at least one orgasm. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, amazing sex to me. Um, I'm a pretty easy to please customer. Just, you know, keep it, keep it interesting. Keep it, you know, make it, make it obvious that you're in the moment for one thing. Oh my goodness. If you seem to be, you know, trying to hurry through things, uh, so that you can do something else later. No, it's, I mean, I'm, right. I'm drying up, but it's just, I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you, all right. Um, you told me that you are a former swinger uh -huh. and then you said something about the unicorn life. What's the unicorn life? Well, it's specifically being a bisexual who uh, is uh, uh, in uh, three ways with uh, couples specifically, but it doesn't necessarily have to be. Um, and that was something that I did uh, for a while, a few different couples, mm -hmm. and uh, had some good experiences and some bad ones, too, because, I mean, it's people end of the day, you know. Right, right. Were you more like... Uh... 
uh, like this is just like one thing that you're doing for a night or was this like a thruple type thing? Uh, no, um, thruple, like that got um, kind of offered and stuff like that from time to time. But I was really in a point in my life where I was uh, just needing to explore my own uh you know my own sexuality as a person away from you know any ties to anything so you know it's uh, uh allowed me to uh, explore that sexual aspect without you know um right. going into the relationship parts which at the time i had my own stuff i had to work through on that so right well i think it's usually more fun being the guest star yeah yeah it, and that's the thing it just it was a it was a great cameo <laughs> uh um how is your uh body image my body image nowadays is real good um i struggled with it like for a long long time especially just being an extremely androgynous woman um, that led to some difficulties in and of itself. Um, that's why I got funny real quick, quite honestly. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, nowadays, I mean, I, I'm pretty dang happy with it. <laughs> Good. That's the way it should be, right? Um, oh, yeah. I think it's important to be comfortable in your skin, you know, I mean, whatever that skin, is, whatever feels healthy to you, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. um, uh, the the new, uh, uh, yeah, it just, uh, there's a lot, so much tied up with popular culture and body image that's sad. Right. Well, you know, uh, I know all that. Being a big woman all my life, I had to learn real quick some body positivity otherwise you're just miserable you know uh, oh yeah now that i'm older you know i'm 62 now i don't like my body anymore um just because it's just things are happening to it that i really don't have any control over and it's like uh, if my husband dies or something like that it's over for me like there will be like there will I've already met my share of penises for this world. Like there's not going to be any more, you know, nobody else, nobody else needs to see this. That's it. <laughs> oh, time's a bitch. That is for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you watch porn at all? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I like porn. The favorite category. Um, let's see. I actually like gay porn. Um, I like to watch two men. I, I don't know. It's a really not. I, I think it's because of the intensity of it that I like that. Yeah, yeah. I I, I get that. Um, I feel like I'm in a job interview right now. <laughs> I know. Funny. I got a really weird job interview. Yeah, or, no, and I'm uh, digging it. I'm just like, whatever job I'm applying for, I am in. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to probably ask you in a minute to just tell me some story about some weird, interesting, funny sex thing that happened to you. So while you're answering the last couple questions, you might want to like start turning. Oh, I've got a, well, that's not really sex related. That's more dating related. But yeah, that's, I don't think that's okay, too. Oh, um, okay, cool. It's a good All right. one. <laughs> so 
Do you have anything left on your sexual bucket list or have you done everything you wanted to do? I would like to do a, uh, what is it? Is it the devil's three-way with two guys and me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You haven't, you haven't done that yet? I have not. Like, I've had ample opportunities, like being in the swinger community. It's like, yeah, we could set that up. Just it never, the stars never happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got to get that going on, sister. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I have any other questions? How do you feel about dirty talk? I like it from certain people. It, uh, I don't know. It just, it depends on the person uh, giving it. Like, um, there are some people really, really good with it. Some of them come across a little creepy. There was one guy I dated and, well, there were other reasons I thought he right. was creepy. So, I mean, yeah, I'm a fan of it if I like the person. So, yeah. <laughs> What's cool is uh, when it's not overused. Mm -hmm. my husband's a really quiet man and then every now and then he lets something out and then it's like ow thank you very much sir <laughs> I oh yeah that, that you know oh yeah that sound like that you hear and you're like i know you're paying yeah. the audience is now listening cool <laughs> yeah, yeah that's like uh that's good for the next couple orgasms you know not just this one <laughs> uh, uh okay I'm going to sit back and let you tell me a story now. Okay, so this story happened when I was single and I was dating in Odessa, Texas. And I um, answered this uh, guy's, you know, he had been messaging me because he thought my profile looked good and all of that. And asked me if I wanted to come by and smoke some weed. <laughs> and... I would, let me preface this by saying I was out of weed at the time and it's illegal in Texas, so it's hard to get. And right. I was like, sure, why not? I'm scrappy. And <laughs> went over there and dude, first off, was like pushing alcohol on me. Like the minute I got there, like um, and already opened 40. So, uh, yeah, I, I already was not going to be drinking any of that, but uh, he had the weed and all of that. And he kept make, or, uh, wanting to show me a magic trick in a minute, like wanted to show me. Yeah. Yeah. And the dude uh, within like the 30, 45 minutes that I was there, he went to the bathroom like five or six times. So I'm pretty sure there was some hard drug use being done where I couldn't see. Right, right. And the the last time that he went into the bathroom, I messaged a friend of mine, just ride or die friend. I was like, dude, call me now. <laughs> like he uh, uh, called and um, I was like, what's that, mama? And uh, the guy was coming out of the bathroom at the time. I was like, Oh, okay. I'll be right there. And I hung up. I was like, I'm so sorry. My mom's having chest pains. <laughs> and he was like, well, are you sure you need to leave? And I bucked up to him. I was like, you know, my mom is having chest pains. And yeah, I got out of there. But uh, yeah, that that's uh, that kind of story. That's not really sexual in nature, but that's uh, more just the 
dating life um and that was that was during the uh the um just yeah i was trying to figure out who i was and that led to meeting like probably what year was this like uh that was probably about six years ago so yeah that i mean that was recent uh that uh yeah well, People I, you know, like I think back and it's like, I, I'm sure I dodged being murdered so many times. Oh, yeah. So I, was a, I was a wild loose just in the street, oh, having a good old time. And I'm sure oh, yeah. I, I really dodged it. And it sounds like you dodged it there, too. Something was going to happen. Something was up for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, and I mean, just the scene in, coming up in Texas, you know, I mean, things are things are kind of weird down there sometimes, you know, um, I don't know, in the, uh, entertainment community itself, very, you know, um, we have to, like, sometimes literally do get out on stage, <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, uh, breeds a very Wild West, uh, atmosphere. Right. Oh. So, but, oh. yeah, no, the, uh, um, experiences I had as, like, there was once uh this certain couple that um we uh, i had actually been with him first you know like years and years ago i didn't know that he was married and so when i was single i approached him and i was like hey you want to get together and he was like yeah i need to ask my wife first though <laughs> and so that's how that ended up but uh they were a great couple like they had a uh a contest on uh, who could um, make me, uh, you know, orgasm the most. And I was a fan of, of judging that one. Uh, <laughs> you know, there it had its parts, but then it had, uh, you know, it was a mixed bag. That's interesting. I think this uh, podcast might need to have a contest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, well, and yeah, I'm, uh, I've had a uh, very varied experience, uh, I guess, across the board. And uh, I, I uh, actually, up until 20, like 2018, I lost uh, like 80 pounds in a year. Uh, and you had mentioned body image. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that that really was a weird turnaround for me because um, I lost it, first of all, because of depression. It was for no wholesome reason whatsoever. Right. And everybody was talking about how good I looked. And I'm always like, this is because of depression. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know why that uh occurred it's okay to me. but that that's why i i never compliment people on losing weight because they might have lost it from cancer or depression yeah exactly that's i i do tell people you're looking good you know because if they're looking good it doesn't matter what weight they're right. in right um so are you and your boyfriend like are you monogamous Yes, yes. This is a monogamous relationship that um, I'm very happy with. Um, I 
wondered for a while, well, not really wondered what is the right word. I um, explored, you know, um, the uh, possibility of polyamory, stuff like that. Like I said, I had people asking if I wanted to be in a throuple, you know, if they wanted, or if I wanted to be their girlfriend and they have a wife and everybody agrees with it. Um, but yeah, now monogamy turns out, I mean, it's working really, really well with this guy. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, and I've always said this, but I always said it just cause I didn't really know what I was talking about. Um, because now I'm not sure if it's true, but I've always felt because of the people that I've observed that most people that I saw that were in any kind of relationship like that, whether it was swinging or, you know, polyamory or whatever, that there was usually one partner driving it and one partner reluctantly going along with it. Do you think there's any truth to that? Or do you think that's just happened to be the people that I saw? I think it can be. And from what I've personally seen, yeah, predominantly, probably. Um the the biggest thing I saw was people using it as a last-ditch effort to save a relationship that could not be right. saved. Right. Um, but that being said, I've also seen uh, swinger couples that, I mean, they're um, very, very healthy, both of them extremely into it. And so I, they're, they're uh, just a, uh, just slut puppies together, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, if everybody's enjoying it, more power to them, right? And exactly. That's the thing that I, I like the fact that polyamory has gotten more to the forefront because I think that uh, making monogamy the only way to go is uh, not the best, uh, not in society's best interest because I think it's a very personal choice for people. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I don't think monogamy is the default. I don't know that there is a default. It's just what works best for everyone. Right. All right. So this episode is going to come out on Wednesday. Okay. Do you have anything you want to promote that's coming up? Any shows or anything? Uh, let me... Oh, uh, Tuesday nights at Everybody's. I'm trying to get an improv troupe up, and we're having improv open rehearsal slash open mic. We have open mic spots for comedy, but um, we're also going to, for those that want to participate, do improv games. And uh, um, I'm starting up my troupe improv fiction up here. It's, uh, it's a troupe that I ran in Texas for about a year and a half. So mm. I'm really excited about that. <laughs> That's really interesting because I, I've always hated improv because I really need to learn how to do it. Does that make any sense? Yes, but I think that you would be a perfect candidate for this troupe because it uh, it's not for people with a theater background. It's not for, you know... Um, Sometimes improv can be pretentious as hell. I don't want to, you know, just uh, certain attitudes can be. And this is one that I, that level of entry is just have an interest in it. Want to do it. See if you like it. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I enjoy directing it and people seem to have a lot of fun doing it. So you do that every Tuesday night? Yes. Tuesday night, sign ups at 630, show starts at 7. 
Okay, great. And uh, what is your Instagram handle so I can put it under Insta your face? Instagram, I am still working on. I do not have okay. an Instagram. So All right. I, yeah, I uh, do not have, uh, or I do have a Jenny Moore Facebook page, but not an Instagram. All right. Everybody check Jenny Moore out. She is freaking hilarious. Um, <laughs> I will send you that video over once I, you know, uh, edit myself out of it. Oh, that thank I got you. The other night. So, all right. Well, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. Well, thank you. I hope I didn't ramble too much. No, I think it was perfect. We got under a half hour. That means people might actually watch the whole thing. So it's good. Yeah. Nice. All right. All right. Well, thanks. I have a great rest of your day. You too. Bye. Right. Bye-bye.